Oh my goodness. Good morning, guys. My allergies are so bad because I have this new cat and he is just everywhere. And uh, I want to say so much, but uh, <laughs> they're really, really bad. So if I'm a little quieter than usual, it's probably because I'm trying not to ruin it by sneezing or coughing or whatever. Please excuse me for that. Let's join some of the essentials on the election. You are free. Um, was granted, let's see, he was granted, um, uh, the, the, the judge did rule in his favor, even though this is a dodgy judge. I'll try to get in there later about him if I can. But uh, he did rule in the favor of Rick Scott um, uh, regarding the Broward County election records request, okay, to to shine some light in here. And if you remember, in my video two days ago, I had said, okay, it looks like they are, um, you know, the reason that President Trump announced Sessions firing <laughs> today was because he wanted to troll the deep state to see if they would engage in election tampering in order to reverse some of these uh, pollings uh, in, in, because of his announcement of Matt Whitaker. Now, Matt Whitaker, is the, is, as the sitting AG, has a huge interest in um, prosecuting um, voter fraud, in prosecuting FEC um, uh, fraud. And, of course, we have Debbie Wasserman Schultz uh, winning uh, by, like, almost 100,000 votes um, there in Broward County. And she, of course, is the Awan brother fame, you know, the, the person who they keep having to pay off because she is central in the uh, Awan brothers scandal that involves pretty much the entire Congress, but definitely the whole DNC. And so, you know, she, you know, if you, we have Matthew Whitaker saying he's going to go after FEC fraud. Now, this means specifically, of course, Hillary Clinton's campaign in the 2016 campaign where we had uh, campaign funds uh, disappearing left and right out of the DNC and finding themselves way back in um, Hillary Clinton's coffers or in the Clinton Foundation or they're just, you know, they're recycling, okay, into Hillary Clinton's hands in deep pockets. That's why we had um, Donna Brazil jumping ship early. Good decision, Donna, right? She's like, I'm out of here. And uh, she's like, I'm going to write a book and just, you know, bide my time because, you know, because this could be what's coming next, right? This is this is what we're looking at. Great book by Mary Maxwell, right? It discusses uh, things like, um, hmm, oh, uh, human eye hostis generis or hostis human eye generis, crimes against all of humanity, you know, where people become such arch criminals that, um, that there's nothing left but to declare them criminals against all of humanity. And other things I've talked about, such as, uh, you know, corruption by blood and these other Magna Carta um, reaching back into common law that this country was founded on. So, so Donna Brazil jumps ship because she's like, get me out of here, please beam me up. You know, um, I don't know who would have beamed her up. <laughs> Somebody, somebody, probably China, beam me up China, because I think China's beaming down the do weapons on California right now in retaliation for whatever what happened in that Secretary, um, uh, the Secretary of State Pompeo Mattis meeting with those two uh, heads of their counterparts from China today. That was a very interesting press conference. I'll get to it in a minute.
So, okay, we need to remember that Hillary Clinton laundered $84 million at least, okay, um, in, during the 200, uh, 2016 campaign, and hence why Donna Brazil jumped ship. Okay, I know, you know how I am, I squirrel around. So, so all the money that she stole, okay, from individual, forget the individual donations she stole, where it was like they kept charging your card even though you had canceled, like, no more donations to Hillary Clinton, no, 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 but, like, MasterCard kept charging you over and over. Um, that was Wells Fargo, I believe, that committed that uh, credit card fraud. Uh, but then we have um, the $84 million that was in actual DNC money that um, all that money was given that went to the state uh, Democratic uh, committees um, ended up going back into the Hillary campaign. This includes money stolen from Bernie, right? And Debbie Wasserman Schultz was huge in this. Um, I want to just, you know, jog our memories a little bit because uh, it, it's, it's important to remember, uh, you know, as she gets reelected, unbelievably so, uh, un you couldn't get more pay for play. You couldn't get more. Uh, all you need to do is remind yourself of that video of her sitting there with the NYPD who has um, Wiener's laptop, right, with all the incriminating evidence on it. And Matt Whitaker is saying, I want to prosecute for that server. I want to prosecute um, for the State Department pay-for-play. I want to prosecute for the fact that there was FEC massive fraud, okay, that we had uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, um, who is currently under indictment, by the way, um, for stealing um, the money from Maine, that's the one state they were able to nab her on, okay, uh, stealing the money from the DNC in Maine um, to come back to the Hillary campaign. And there's also her stealing money from Bernie. And uh, Matt Whitaker's like, I am highly interested in all of this stuff. So leave it to Broward County. Leave it to um, uh, the, the, you know, just the thieves of the, of the DNC, the operatives, the deep state operatives, to go into action here with Brenda Snipes, alleged to have been guilty of 12 counts of election tampering, things that include, uh, <laughs> incredibly, things that literally include um, shutting down the polls. Okay, this is in the last primaries in May. She's guilty of, or, or accused of these things that happened in May. Brenda Snipes, okay, put in place by Jeb Bush. A lot of people always think the Bushes, they're, they're in Texas, right? The Bushes now, no, Jeb was governor of Florida, right? For all that time. And then, um, you know, there's the Bushes in Maine as well, right? And then, but the Bushes in Florida have a giant compound and there's a lot of shady dealings that go on in relation to the Bushes in Florida. And Jeb's son, of course, now is the land commissioner in Texas. Very dodgy things there. I didn't touch on most of it in my other videos, but he actually, um, you know, there's a lot, when you come to, pro, pro, you know, uh, public lands uh, commission management, this is to do with what's going to happen with um, uh, pay for play. It's, it's all about private uh, public partnerships, about what they're going to do to take taxpayer dollar money to do stuff on the land. Okay. Um, and it also has a lot to do with what happens during, um, 
the management of of accidents, uh, uh, you know, crime, uh, excuse me, um, acts of God, right, which we know now know is weather warfare, um, the control of the weather to create uh, 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 disasters like we had in Houston, the home of, you know, George H.W., um, uh, you know, back two years ago where we had that massive deluge that was absolutely impossible um, didn't have to, it wasn't the, it wasn't your fault for driving your car that they were able to deluge Houston. Um, it was because of weather warfare that is um, created and used as a weapon and also as an economic weapon. Naomi uh, Wolf has called it disaster capitalism, right? And we now have surveillance capitalism. The, and it's not, the word capitalism isn't the problem here, folks. Uh, you might just call it, um, you know, disaster uh, theft, disaster, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you can come up with, that's the word that talks about how um, uh, corporations uh, conspire to create uh, mayhem that builds them fortunes. They do it with war, they do it with disaster, um, they do it with social upheaval, and they do it with social engineering. So there we are. Okay, so uh, Wasserman Schultz um, now is involved in this whole thing going on in Broward, the Coward County. Um, and uh, we also have Brenda Snipes guilty of or accused of at least 12 counts of, um, of fraud. And this, this fraud, we have Trump tweeting out today saying, this is the Broward effect, right? <laughs> I love it. Hashtag the Broward effect. Um, where Trump is saying, look, Rick Scott was ahead of 50,000 uh, votes and now only ahead by 15,000 votes. And why don't they ever find Republican votes, he says, right? Now, it's interesting because they're trying to steal the Senate seats back, of course, after what? He fires Sessions, does a dragnet to see, are they going to try to do some other kind of election fraud, even though we prevented them from doing a lot of it already? Are they going to keep trying? And they did, right, in the key states, the key states of, you know, Arizona and Florida. And, of course, these are massive uh, states for immigration, uh, massive blue, uh, the blue warfare states here. And so uh, I think it's very interesting what came of this. I wanted to tell you a little bit more about um, what, what uh, Brenda Snipes had done here. Let's see if I can find this real quick. Um, she had... Uh, I told you she was put in by Jeb Bush. Uh, she, she, what did she do? She did many, many things. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll come across it. But, but definitely there was stopping back in the primary in May. She stopped the polls a half hour before she, she declared the winner a half hour before polls even closed. Okay. Um, guilty of uh, ballot stuffing. Uh, we have people even tweeting POTUS. Um, showing that they, this one woman who lived in Minnesota in this election received a ballot, okay, from Broward County, Florida, with Brenda Snipes' name at the top, head of election uh, office, um, saying, come and vote in Broward County. Okay, so they're sending ballots out of state uh, to people who moved, like, you know, decades ago, saying, you can still vote here, it's cool. Um, and then there was many, many other things, 12 counts. And I'll see if I can link some, an, an article below for you about that. Uh, it, but absolutely unbelievable. Um, 
wait, let's see. Oh yeah, and also it, it was showing. It was showing in the in the uh, in the votes here, um, in this um, in what they're what they're polling that there was more votes for the the commissioner for agriculture than there were for uh, for the for senators. Okay, in the election underneath uh, underneath Brenda Snipes. So uh, it's getting pretty pretty crazy um, that they're still trying to do this. And so we have Perkins Coie, right, that, that Hillary's law firm uh, showing up again, literally, how can it even be possible, for the recount. And folks, all I can say is let's hope it's going to be a massive um, dragnet uh, of uncovering fraud in our um, elections by the DNC, by the same treasonous players. There's rhinos involved in, as well. It's literally just the deep state uh, players. And I'm hoping that that's what the, uh, President Trump is doing with, um, with this new uh, step that he's taken with putting in Whitaker. Okay, so let's move on from there. Um, I'm going to just say a little bit now. Uh, we have American intelligence media coming out today and saying um, uh, in support of Whitaker. You know, at first they said he's SES, whatever. Uh, but, you know, Whitaker is very strongly against FEC uh, fraud, against the Hillary's uh, treasonous server, um, against <coughs> the State Department pay for play that happened under Hillary with uh, Clinton Foundation donations. Also, he worked for the governor who is now the ambassador to China, who um, this is all about, he's also very involved in patent law. And so uh, Matt Whitaker is the gamut of who, uh, of what are the biggest issues right now, because right now big tech um, is trying to interfere with our elections as we speak. And this is under the, um, the auspices of a company called Cloudflare um, that actually controls the third-party encryption keys to uh, the elections of Florida, specifically Florida being the biggest one. But they actually control, I, I think I read a bunch of these off the other day when Michael McKibben had reported on this, but um, they, they also have the encryption keys, uh, let's see here, to, uh, there's like 19 states that Cloudfair does. And... What that means is that those keys are held in the UK and in Sweden. All right, so this is not even, um, the, our, our election results are going out of country through a third party before they even make it back uh, to be announced. Okay, so that means there's enormous possibility for, um, for total theft of the election. Why would anyone agree to even let that be the process? You can just listen to that and hear that there's like room for tampering. I I'm wondering how these things get allowed. We're gonna go further deeply into who is selected to do this process with <coughs> American intelligence media, excuse me. Um, tampering <coughs> with the results at the very least, but Oddly, I'm not seeing the states listed, even though I wrote them out. Chimes right in. So Joe Sullivan, now of Cloudflare, contributing. He's the chief officer of operations, and he is um, he's literally controlling these encryption keys for what's going to happen in Florida right now. And you know what? We're going to split it in half because... 
there is a lot of uh, <clears throat> pertinent information on the election floor. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so let's go into it right now uh, about Joe Sullivan and, uh, pardon my voice, guys, uh, Cloud Flare. <coughs> We're rigging <coughs> Florida elections. So this is American intelligence media now, just getting in a little uh, I deeper. call them globalists, but basically they're foreign country, foreign countries with foreign interests that are controlling the crypto keys that ensure that what is sent out of our election machines when it is sent from a county to a <coughs> state or from the state to the federal government, wherever that those encryption keys are controlled by very nefarious people. And you are going to name that person today, which we have yet to quite name them. We've named certain people who held these keys, like Orlando Bravo, like Jerry C. Jones, like Hillary Shanghai Clinton. But now we have the person who came back to show that Silicon Valley really wants to control all our encryption keys so that every single communication on the internet goes through these people who have private and public encryption key authorization, which keeps everything secure. And we can really trust these people, can't we, Michael? No oversight. Okay. The Florida Fixer, we'll call him. The Florida Fixer. What's that? We'll call him the Florida Fixer. No, he's bigger than Florida. What I want to do is figure out a way to talk about digital keys and encryption without getting off into the weeds, because this is the this particular subject is why our whole constitutional republic has been undermined by a very large group of I'm going to call them digital termites <laughs> that are chewing away at our foundation below the surface. They know nobody knows what they're doing and how they do it or when they do it, but um, as we can now see, our building is starting to fall down. <clears throat> and these, these, these digital players, these digital encryption players, as it's turning out, are literally the termites that are gonna undermine our foundation. And um, I've known about, I've known this for a long time, but the problem with this subject is encryption is so boring and for most people, and so esoteric and so related to math that most people don't understand it. And therefore, whatever happens in the digital realm is not understandable. But everybody understands what a key is because they all we all use it on our front doors and in our cars. And essentially... Encryption is the digital version of these keys. And it's now one of the things we've never known at a, at, a, at a tactical level is who is the actual engineer player that's driving the bus. And I am 95% confident that we finally found him. Okay. And his, and we can talk about him pretty in detail because he is now the chief security officer for a company called Cloudflare. Cloudflare. He's gone from PayPal to eBay to Facebook to Uber and 
he also uh, was on Obama's Cybersecurity Council in 2016. We don't have anything in place that prevents people from going into companies and getting their personal tentacles in there and then just going to another company and doing the same thing. That person could implant things and connect so many companies. It's like almost worse than a damage than any monopoly could do. Just one person doing that damage. We need to have laws in place to stop this from happening. For stop a direct that. appointment. And he's now at Cloudflare. And this is following a huge data breach while he was chief security officer at Uber, where, let me get the number right, 57 million user accounts wow. were compromised. And then he was caught trying to cover it up by paying uh, hackers the hackers that uh, stole his information, $100,000 to delete the data. And wow. then after that came out, he was then fired from Uber. And then, isn't this interesting? With such a, a mark on his, black mark on his resume, he immediately went to Cloudflare. And right now, and this is the reason this is so important for us uh, today, is that he now literally holds the digital security keys for the state of Florida's election systems, as well as the state of Ohio's election systems. And as it's turning out, probably, well, we can directly, so far, we're still doing research, but we can directly tie him to about 12 to 15 states, and it's likely all of them. But, uh, and we're talking about direct ties to Ohio, Florida, Hawaii, Rhode Island, Arizona, Arkansas, <coughs> Idaho, Indiana, Minnesota, Montana, New York, North Dakota, and Utah. And most of those last ones I read are those keys are being held in the United Kingdom or Sweden. So this guy's uh, uh, clearly roams the planet with his his capabilities, and. His name, again, is Joe Sullivan, and my recommendation is that the, the citizens of Florida use this as an opportunity to really start digging into the background of this Cloudflare company <coughs> and start taking a close look at the digital messages that have been passed back and forth inside the, uh, the state systems and compare the original message with the message received on the other side, and my hunch is, you're going to see that the messages have been changed and that this, this is probably the source of uh, all the election rigging that's, that's, that's going on, or a lot of it, in Florida. So Joe Sullivan is Debbie Wasserman Schultz's best friend, and we need to track this, just as you said. So when they are sending these tallies, we need to see if the tally at the end is the tally that was sent at the beginning. Now, right. I, want to, I want to go back with this. What did you call it? Chain... Chaining. 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 Oh, chaining, okay. Where they're tying their databases together. Now, chaining, um, we had pointed out a few years ago that Michael <coughs> Alperovich, the daddy of Dmitry Alperovich, basically was controlling the crypto keys for military, for the DIA, for so all kinds of corporations. It seemed like everyone was using him. And then when we found the Federal Bridge Certification Authority, we saw that that was only one of the hubs that handle these encryption keys, public 
and there's also private encryption keys. And my point is chaining shows that nobody's safe. Even if you had your own private encryption keys created by the Russian spy, Michael Alperovich, it doesn't matter because good old Joe Sullivan can, through chaining, go in and check yes. your private encryption code. So there is well, nothing. This is, this, this, yes, this is one of the um, dirty secrets of public key infrastructure. Most people uh, think, and I always thought, that the public key infrastructure was a mechanism where the public keys were available, but each user had their private key, and that was unique to them and not available to anyone else. As it turns out, the, our federal government created requirements for these certificate authorities to keep a copy, uh, somehow to get a copy, but then keep a copy of your private keys in a, quote, secure, quote, private database so that in case you were to lose your key, they would be able to pull this out of that data store and unencrypt your messages so you wouldn't be lost. Now, isn't that nice? Well, I feel that's. Like I'm sorry, but that's what scares me about cryptocurrency and stuff like that. It really does. Because you just don't know who's involved and what they're doing, who's got the key. I have your keys. They're secure knowing that they can go in and protect me like that and and certify it and and create a bridge and have no it's for convenience not magical. protections for convenience well i i like the concept of magical encryption keys i mean just the concept since i can't comprehend it myself and in fact i worked in those areas in nsa i can't comprehend it today matter of fact getting on my computer today the maker of the software for this computer wants to tell me i need a new pin number and it won't let me get into my computer unless I establish a new PIN number, which is basically chaining. They just want be, to get to get easier and quicker access to all of my all of my passwords by demanding that I give them a new one. And if I don't give them a new one, my computer goes to a black screen and doesn't work. This is the age we're in. You either participate with them or else you don't get to take a single step. It's kind of like Dragonfly in China. As they say, if you're if you've got a good credit, uh, social credit score, you can do anything. But if you have a bad one, you can't take a single step. And that's what happened to me today. I didn't want to give them a new PIN number. So what did they do? Black screen. I had to I had to work all the way around it, you know, and do illogical well, things. Well, that's, that's that's their way of saying you're a bad puppy. I am a bad puppy, and I'm a bad kitty. And, uh, and I'm a bad cat who likes to eat rats. And uh, unfortunately, Joe Sullivan is a rat. Now, yeah. Joe and his group uh, Global Sign advertise on their, on their site, and you can straighten this out for me because I don't understand these things, but it, they say they can make all these encryption keys work six times faster if you use their system. So I guess that means Cloudflare can tell Intrust and Digicert and all the other ones that pay money so that they get a little piece of the pie. The big pie is Intrust, which went to Shanghai, changed names 10 times, came back to America under another name. Uh, all by Hillary. This is, you know, uh, the Rose Law Firm. This is uh, Jerry C. Jones. This is um, Richard C. Walker. And now we got 
Joe Sullivan, but he needs in a middle initial if he's going to be a real good friend of Hillary's. He does. So far, I haven't found a middle initial. Yeah, because they always <laughs> love that middle initial. They don't, you know, want to be confused with anybody when you're that big of a criminal. So what you're saying is basically, it's worse than we even thought. Yeah, there's and something when, to and, the and, and, and when you brought this out, this was enough to make you want to just bang your head against a stone wall because they tell us Ooh, me. no one owns the internet, but Hillary and Trust and Cloudflare and other companies basically charge a tax. And that well, tax is to tell you. Certain, I'm 100% certain that Joe Sullivan has the whole cabal, Hillary, uh, Holder, Obama on speed dial. I bet. So this, then, this is the guy. So then in the middle of Richard C. Walker's Internet of Things, aggressive remote control of the whole world, including humans, in the middle of that, and then in the middle of the uh, key infrastructure, public key infrastructure, uh, you know, crypto keys, as I call them, is this guy. And this guy is basically saying, look, I can make all that work six times faster than anybody else. And uh, I'm a Silicon Valley uh, cut, uh, cardboard cutout, so I'm, I'm a tech king, so you just need to basically... Give all your crypto keys to me and make sure that all the election machines come through me so that I can really help George Soros because it's... Well, that's the main know. message here with, with the, the fact that they're doing all these recounts in Florida. Is that everyone who is involved in that and every citizen of Florida needs to really shine a light on Joe Sullivan and Cloudflare because Cloudflare is managing your election system security on the back end and i put security in quotes because with mr joe there's an article uh that i sent to um to betsy that i hope so i mean I, that is that's the short of it right there we now know who who is doing it and <clears throat> my thing is once we know who is doing it what are the consequences like if he did something irresponsible or something bad happened at uber with people's personal information what laws do we have in place where people are held accountable for what they do and it's not just like okay you screwed up our system and then they just go somewhere else and wreak havoc and and or start new companies that are also breaking rules so this is where we're so involved in everything citizens we have to stay on top of this because i i don't I don't hear any law enforcement. I can't even believe that these companies let these people go without any kind of, they probably take their, their money with them or whatever it is that they do. They should not be rewarded for this kind of uh, behavior. So remember that name. Uh, it's Joe Sullivan. And uh, that company is called Cloudflare. And he sounds like bad news. Oh, he's a friend of Hillary, so probably not good. You're a monster, Mr. Green. From what we hear. Your heart's an empty hole. Joe Sullivan. We gonna keep saying your name. Joe Sullivan. The man without a middle name. I wouldn't touch you with a Powers Radio. You are free. Real quick, real quick. She's going to give us an update. Enroll, um, posting on my Patreon page, and so you can go to... You are free, TV. Democrats to have a bipartisan co government coming up, and hopefully that there will be a 
you know, a, 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 a mutual effort to get things done in the coming uh, couple of years here. And, of course, he reaches out to Nancy Pelosi, as new Speaker of the House, saying, oh, she's, she deserves the position. I'm sure she'll do a great job. Now, anybody who saw Nancy Pelosi, uh, her speech acknowledging the fact that she is now Speaker of the House, knows that it's almost impossible that she could do a great job. <laughs> okay, because Nancy Pelosi can barely... First of all, if you look at her district, you know she can't do a great job. But aside, And she's also under mind control. I saw somebody speaking, like, thoughts into her brain. Okay, that's too much for most people, but... Go on my YouTube page and look at the Android video, and you can see somebody standing behind her, trying to prompt her. Through, um, uh, She's a robot a like Hillary. Paragraphs without uh, they're related. Losing her train of thought, and um, just fully doesn't seem like. And that means somebody's making a robot of a man trying to be a woman. You telling me the robot is transgender? I can't. So. What? Uh, so it's impossible that she could do that's a great really job. weird she isn't it do what she's told it's a lot of work a lot of obstructionism why not just make it a chick it's gotta be no i want my robot transgender and okay right after the press conference we have this announcement come out that's what's popular right now i look dude that is trending i need that in Twitter, my <laughs> which i love mm. uh sessions fired okay whitaker in and so, yes, back in October, what does this mean? Okay, just a few hours ago, right, um, the, the, the Democrats thought they still had sessions, okay, their non-active attorney general. Um, I know the Custers feel differently that Jeff Sessions is the secret weapon. Well, not anymore because Jeff Sessions is gone. So who knows what he did behind the scenes. Session is over. A bunch of stuff behind the scenes that we don't know. Okay, we don't know, but we do know that... Can I just take a second? I don't usually plug anything pharmaceutical, but can I just give a shout-out to this these NyQuil cold and flu with Vicks, partnership with Vicks? I felt like dirt on a stick, and I thought... I mean, uh, the cat had me going off. My head, my nose is leaking totally congested whatever i took one of this most coherent i have felt in a <laughs> well not coherent but i feel a lot better i was i was feeling good enough to do some cleaning but so you know how bad it was i'm just testifying right here isn't afraid to be up front okay Don't suffer, talking just about take corruption it. Oh. transparency and his very vocal frustration about the lack of action in both the Clinton Foundation pay-for-play that went on in the State Department, okay, to do with um, Clinton Foundation donors who got uh, preferential treatment in the State Department when Hillary Clinton was in there, which means tons of USAID money, um, the, the slush fund of the State Department, amongst other things, and then, of course, the email uh, uh, criminality and treason. And he's been working directly through this uh, organization that Matt Whitaker has been part of uh, called FACT, the Foundation for Accountability and Civic Trust, okay, to work with Judicial Watch to get the release of documents, okay, the release of the Clinton emails. But this also points towards the release of, of all kinds of documents, and this probably has to do with the declassification of FISA. 
So I think this is very exciting that we've got him in and the announcement is perfect. Can you imagine the day of, okay, the day of the election results. Trump's like, yeah, new attorney general. Hmm, what do you think? He's all for transparency and prosecution of uh, criminality and corruption in pay-for-play public officials. Wow, isn't that interesting? And not only that, but he is very involved in um, uh, patent law, okay? Now, we know this is Clinton's baby, right? Patent law, uh, the corruption, the massive corruption around the stealing of intellectual property, uh, the creation of a digital uh, lockdown uh, system by stealing and uh, incorporating patents in this uh, Internet of Things patent. Um, the, all the giveaway to China of all creators. the US intellectual property. Creators, this is this is what they're talking about. Engineers and creators and intellectual property. This is it. This is this was Hillary selling us out on this. Patents. Okay, this goes to the Queen, uh, a Circo, uh, the US Patent Office basically being controlled and owned by the Crown. And he uh, so Matt Whitaker was also on the board of, um, he was on the advisory board for World for the World Patent Association. Okay, and what's interesting is that that board was penalized back in May of this year, okay, for pay for play, basically. Um, they were uh, heavily, ta um, uh, they had to pay a big, big fines and um, were, uh, reprimanded for uh, basically attempting to promote different patents and inventions and his presence on that board uh, coincided with them getting busted for this okay so this is all very interesting folks so he was an executive director of fact okay the foundation for accountability and civic trust he's working with judicial watch and tom fitton and all the folks to get the uh, documents released okay and um also hugely uh, outspoken about the Mueller uh, probe, the Mueller uh, investigation being a witch hunt. And now he's in charge of it as acting attorney general. Okay, oh, no. and this, I mean, it's just such a great, you know, it's so great, the timing, I love it. Because it, it could very well, it, it would be very interesting to see what happens now in the rest of the tallying up, okay, of the midterm election, uh, uh, you know, the potential for fraud, the potential for election meddling, and, um, and what they've already known about election meddling that's already gone on, how that will get prosecuted. People must be shaking in their boots. And, um, you know, and, and so when we have, you know, when we have Nancy Pelosi giving her, you know, speech about, you know, her new position as Speaker of the House and, and failing so miserably to really inspire anything, and then we have President Trump saying, oh, I want to work together. She deserves the position, knowing full well, okay, between her, Maxine Waters, and Adam Schiff now being the, the heads of, you know, the Democratic uh, uh, party there in the Congress, um, he knows full well where this can go. And um, if, there, if it's just obstruction over the next year, two years, it's going to give all of the votes to Trump for 2020. It just is, because he's going to show the American people that these people want to do nothing except stop progress and change, and it's going to work. <laughs> and so it's a brilliant move in so many ways. And so, okay, this is what fact is, what I just described to you, the Foundation for Accountability and Civic Trust that Matt Whitaker, the new sitting attorney general, he's not permanent supposedly yet, okay, but... Um, 
It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting accountability, ethics, and transparency in government and civic arenas by hanging a lantern over public officials who put their own interests over the interests of the public good. FACT is a group of citizens who are committed to exposing unethical behavior, changing the culture of politics, and restoring faith in our public officials. We believe that openness and transparency is vital to achieving this goal. A democracy provides its citizens with the tools and resources to ensure that public servants are held accountable, and we utilize these, invest these to investigate and bring unethical conduct to light. We love sunlight. Don't we love just the cleansing wonders of sunlight? Yay, vitamin D. Woohoo! <laughs> vitamin T, right? Vitamin T. Okay. Fact actively what? pursues openness, accountability, and ethical conduct across the United States using one, legal process and litigation, two, state and federal open records requests, three, ethics complaints, four, internal revenue service complaints. Five, Federal Election Commission complaints. <laughs> and six, requests for investigation by state and federal agencies. We're dedicated to exposing unethical behavior and making sure it receives the attention it deserves. From completing a thorough investigation to employing an aggressive television, print, and social media strategy, FACT will not simply hope the truth comes out, we will ensure it does. Our mission of FACT is simple to strengthen our republic by demanding the truth. Okay, this is Matt Whitaker. Okay, and now the current executive director who replaced him once he went into um, the, uh, the Department of Justice, underneath, as, uh, he was chief of staff underneath um, uh, Sessions. Okay, and so when Sessions recused himself, um, Whitaker's been in the, in the background here doing a lot, <laughs> doing a lot. And they thought for a while, is he gonna replace Rod Rosenstein and I think that was just kind of a, um, a fake out here because uh, we could end up with him as our, as our permanent AG here for the next couple years, at least. And so the new executive director of FACT, I'll just mention her real quick. Her name is Kendra Arnold. She also came out of Iowa. And uh, you know, she joined in 2014 as a general counsel. And she basically... Um, yeah, just talks about her, her, her past, which is uh, to do with, um, you know, working in the, in the Iowa, um, uh, let's see here, both in criminal, civil, and appellate cases, okay? So, so we also had Matthew Whitaker coming from out of Iowa. He was appointed as, um, as counsel uh, to Iowa by George W. Bush. Um, and then he had to resign under Obama, okay, he was taken out. Uh, no surprise there, but uh, as we all know, <laughs> I'm no fan of George W. Bush. However, um, he's gone right now, even though, as I said in my last video, we've got uh, George P. Bush now trying to ascend in his role as a public land commissioner there in Texas. So I'm gonna get into this because what they said is we're gonna have an aggressive social media and, and press uh, uh, you know, way of acting to get the truth out to people and to also uh, get people aware in the court of public opinion, right? And so this brings me to what happened in the elections, okay? I think we should all send a giant thank you, right, to Project Veritas and James O'Keefe and the unsung heroes, the anonymous heroes that go undercover for Project Veritas to 
um, to make America great again through truth in re revelation of corruption. So all of the places where Project Veritas released their undercover videos of corruption in government and these officials running for office, all of those places lost, okay, in the election. So that was uh, Claire McCaskill in uh, Missouri, okay, lost. We have um, uh, Nelson in Florida losing. Uh, oh, who else? We've got, um, of course, the big one, right? Beto, you're out. Beto loses, okay? That money laundering campaign that was the Beto campaign, done. And even though I'm not a giant fan of Ted Cruz by any means, um, uh, definitely the better of the candidates there, okay? And so uh, we also have them, um, uh, Project Veritas uh, was successful in, who else? Well, we got DeSantis, okay? Um, yeah, we get Rick Scott, we get McClare McClaskill out, and we get Beto O'Rourke out. So this has all come out. Project Veritas was instrumental in, in the weeks right before the campaign, getting this breaking news of mass corruption in these campaigns out. So thank you, folks. And, I mean, say thank you to them, don't you? I mean, I think they just deserve so much credit for, for a job well done. Them, Judicial Watch, for pressing to get... So much released and revealed before the elections, um, you know, even Q in educating the public, right? Um, so many awesome patriots out there doing this work, and um, now we're going to have Matt Whitaker on our side, released right at this juncture, okay? And so I think this is extremely important. I think the other thing that was extremely important to see in this midterm was how MSM was so unimportant okay in fact i think they were they were antithetical to any goodness coming out of these elections i think the bitterness the backbiting the disgusting behavior the vitriol um even in the democrats themselves with their disgusting uh thoughts and words the things that they um communicated uh, were very antithetical to their own campaigns and so uh what i think was amazing that even though there was so much censorship there was such a triumph of independent media especially uh smaller channels you know smaller channels communicating to people and that word getting shared out and 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 that that was a huge tool in the success we had in this midterm and i am not afraid and i don't think you should be afraid of the democrats having the house if they try to impeach they absolutely can't do that without without the uh without the senate it's not going to happen um you know their only option if they're going to go large is events is these fake events that they do where people get harmed things happen and they try to push their agenda of hate and rhetoric um and this this stuff that is just uh, hateful awful and they're losing people by the thousands every day right just like they they've lost um, the majority of uh, the African-American community and the Democrat Party, they're losing everybody. And it's because um, nobody wants it. Nobody wants to live in Soviet, you know, Russia. Nobody wants to live in, in you know, socialist Venezuela. Nobody does, okay? And people do, you know, we've been trained in the last 30 years that these handouts are a good thing. But the handouts never came, folks. You know, you might want to pay attention to that. Nobody's lives got better. Nothing good happened. And instead, okay, what we're learning, all right, I think, is about um, returning to the republic and understanding that 
these uh, opportunities we can have are really real when we really do what we were meant to do, which is participate in our government and in our society together. And so uh, we really have grown as a country. We have grown in getting rid of hatred on so many levels. And so now when they try to generate that, um, it's just simply not true anymore. It doesn't mean that individual people aren't jerks, you know, that people can't be disgusting to each other. Um, you know, like Hillary Clinton the other day um, saying, oh, you know, those blacks all look the same, don't they, about uh, Cory Booker and, um, and uh, oh, the former attorney general, that guy who I can't stand. Oh, yeah. You know, just the, this, that kind of vitriol, you know, this is the, like, you know, the, you know, if you scratch them, you see what's underneath of this, this, uh, this elite class of politicians that have gotten their entire livelihoods on the backs of taxpayers for decades and decades and it was planned that way and now it's like no we have to actually participate in our governments in our uh, local governments is even the most crucial and i think if there's anything anybody could take away from this um from what we just witnessed here in these midterms is that individual action matters it matters and if we've had the protection, okay, finally, of our government doing its job to protect our election process, okay, we have them, um, you know, finding out about messed up voting machines um, that were removed out of various precincts. We have um, prosecutions happening in Georgia, South Carolina, and Texas for voter fraud that went on. Um, if, if, if our cyber um, security uh, part of our government is actually doing its job and we were able to do this, okay, as citizens, as all together, we the people, what an incredible accomplishment we've made so far. Um, okay, so I'm going to just throw out there um, the Acosta assault, the, the accosting, <laughs> we're just going to call him the accoster, right? Jim the accoster, CNN. Um, you know, this, there, now we have uh, everybody from Judicial Watch to Mike Cernovich to, you know, Paul Joseph Watson all saying, you know, you know what Jim Acosta did during the, during the media, uh, the, the, press re the press conference that Trump did earlier today. It was about an hour and a half this morning. He did a great job. And so much of it, I really think, was trolling Democrats. And it was well done, well executed. But he really put... Jim Acosta from CNN in his place saying, you are a rude and terrible person, okay? And this is Jim Acosta refusing to give up the microphone, wanting to be the king of the party. You know, I'm the one who's important. And like, does he not know that everybody cannot stand him? That we can't stand the lies that have come out of CNN in the last few decades that we, everybody knows it's the Mockingbird media. But anyway, we have the, the White House personnel um, the press uh, conference personnel, the, the woman coming up to get the microphone from him, and he won't let it go, and instead he does <laughs> this karate chop on her arm. It's very subtle, but he just goes to kind of push her arm down, and, uh, and you know, everyone's like, oh, my God, Jim Acosta, but we're just going to call him Jim the Acoster, right, for now on, because uh, it works good, because he's earned that title for his, uh, as President Trump said, his rude and terrible uh, behavior. Now, um, you know, will Nancy Pelosi make it through, you know, a whole, <laughs> these whole next couple of years? 
I, to me, it's kind of iffy. I don't really think so. Um, I don't really think so. I can't even see Maxine Waters uh, making it through and, and Adam Schiff. These people literally should have like shackles on their ankles. Um, there's so much criminality involved in the pay-for-play that they have done. And my hope is that in them seeing Matt Whitaker step into AG has them trembling um, in their, uh, you know, you know, fancy little uh, boots there because because um, they should, because they should. And we're going to get into the background of Pelosi, Waters, and Schiff in the coming weeks here to just shine some light in there, right? As fact says, right? It's the it's the sunlight here that we need. So, I think this means that the declassification, declassification of FISA is coming. I do think that it means that we are, um, uh, we are, you know, we watched even today where you had these people in the MSM uh, grilling Trump about, you know, you know, white nationalism. If you say nationalism, that means white supremacy. Um, little John the Rapper said that you're racist. I mean, people, <laughs> these crazy things. These crazy things, and Trump handled it so well. He's just like, you know, give me a break. You stop insulting me. And don't we all feel that way? You know, to me, it's amazing and surprising watching this press conference, um, watching the people in the media, their intense, disrespectful behavior, how things are just this massive free-for-all as if we're all on this giant Jerry Springer <laughs> show. And I know Trump invites that with some of his, like, offhanded remarks and everything, but for the most part, those remarks are, are, are usually pretty bang on, okay? Whereas these accusations are uh, out, of, out of left field, meant to absolutely elicit uh, division, and, they, and they're going nowhere. Everybody's done with it. All right, so I'm going to tell you one more thing. Um, we do have this campaign being put out by InfoWars I wanted to let you know about because it's, they want to get a million at least letters uh, sent in to President Trump about um, stopping the censorship on social media, on all of the platforms, okay? And so it can't hurt to do that, folks. This is, um, this is, let's see, it's, I think it's called uh, righttrump.com. Let me just, yeah, righttrump.com. If you go to righttrump, as in right, W-R-I-T-E, I'll link it below, trump.com, uh, there's a form letter there. It's about big tech censorship. And if you can um, fill that out and just, uh, you know, hit the send button, it will go to InfoWars, and they are going to deliver all of these letters. They're going to mail them all en masse to the White House, to uh, Trump specifically, just demanding for, please stop the censorship. We need action now uh, in order to, um, you know, really stop what's happening here. Okay. Oh, is there anything else I want to cover? I think that'll do it. Um, no. oh. Let's see. Yeah, I think I think that's it. You know, we're we're gonna see if this is a bit of a dragnet here today with Trump's firing session today. Um, Trump. Like how she said. So, um, <coughs> who is it? Hi, um, <coughs> we're the, maybe you've heard of us. No, I haven't heard of you. You didn't say it yet. Yeah, I heard you were clairvoyant. No, no, not that clairvoyant. Uh, we're the Integrity Police, and um, you sure you haven't heard of us? No, I don't know who the hell you are. Yeah, well, uh, we gave ourselves a Women of the Year Award like 20 years in a row. 
and um, we went to the Sports Illustrated School of Acting, and we look good in anything right now, and um, so we were just going to tell you that um, everything you do has to have integrity, you have to work really, really hard, which means you show up where we tell you, you do what we say, and you do everything, and you keep trying and trying and trying, oh, but wait, if you have a vagina, we're never, you're never gonna be, you're never getting an Academy Award if you have a vagina, unless you can grow facial hair, and you don't have boobs, and you pretend to be a man, okay, and I just wanted to get that out of the way, because I have integrity, and I just want to make sure that you know, and that you're like not under any kind of Christian illusion or something, you know, (laughs) anyway, so like, yeah, um, we always operate with like the most integrity that anybody's ever had, anybody's ever known, (sighs) People Magazine, TV Guide has even spoken about our collective integrity that is like making humanity rise like the heat in your house when you turn it up and it's like it goes up higher as you go to the higher floors like the attic or whatever that's what we're doing to humanity you know and we're doing it in the house it's not it's not affecting global warming or anything this is just a benefit of our selfless nature okay um do you have any thoughts Oh, me, Kyla Paris. Yeah. Do you, are you feeling some type of way? Kyla Paris Radio. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Michelle Obama said that I never seen it. I guess she read the book. She got paid a lot of money to write a book. They always insist that you come up with controversial. Well, I'll give you a little controversy back. I'll never forgive him for what he did to our United States military. By not funding it properly, it was depleted. Everything was old and tired. And I came in and I had to fix it. And I'm in the process of spending tremendous amounts of money. So I'll never forgive him for what he did to our military. I'll never forgive him for what he did in many other ways, which I'll talk to you about in the future. But what he did, because she talked about safety, what he did to our military made this country very unsafe for you and you and you. That's President Trump. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Hey guys, Kyla Powers, I'm back, I never left, uh, we're gonna go into some more with AIM, uh, on Trump calling for a new election, sorting it all out, getting it done, let's hear American Intelligence Media. Oh, let's go all the way back. Here we go. Wait, wait, that familiar stench from the Department of... Yes, Justice, that... Oh, wait, it's gone. Oh, that's right. Sessions, someone woke him up and got that enemy of the state out. And what a pig. 
that he didn't voluntarily leave. What a pig. The only thing he did was to drive down the stocks for marijuana. And marijuana and hemp have been shown to be some of the greatest healers. And the only thing he did the entire time he was there was obstruct justice, make sure nothing went ahead on the thing he's the most guilty of and that he was blackmailed with, which is his participation in three committees that supported the CFIUS <coughs> approval of Uranium One. Excuse me. So he had blackmail hanging over his head. So for those of you who think that there was a plan with Sessions and Trump, well, and if those of you who believe such things as the words activated Sessions, uh, no, Sessions was deactivated, and he was never <laughs> activated except oh, as no. part of the resistance. He is very much like CNN's Acosta or Rat Rodenstein or Robert Mueller. So They're enemies okay? of the state, and they got to go. So, Mr. Magoo, here's the tea plan. Here's what Tianon had to say about you. Bye-bye, Magoo. Because why? You were a plant from the beginning who was being blackmailed because of your allegiance to Hillary Clinton and her Uranium One deal, as well as many other deals that you are obviously involved in that keeps the sword of Damocles hanging over your head. I am so glad you're gone. This is a great day. Here's what's going to happen. We can go into who Matt Whitaker is at another time, but let's just say Matt in the position he's in, which actually <laughs> technically they can question it, and I don't want to let people know this. But well, then I'm going to cut that part of the audio out. No, you can't cut it out. The reality is Matt Whitaker is exactly what they think he is. He is a plant. He's the eyes and ears of Trump. Thank God. Thank God Trump has somebody on his side who's now going to work in the Department of Justice, which was the Department of Non-Justice until Rat Rodenstein is leaving, taking Mueller with him on the way out the door, which I hope doesn't hit Jeff Sessions in the ass, because I'm telling you, He's already he gone. Was, that ass hitting was a long time ago. He was the bottleneck that was causing the entire conspiracy <coughs> to basically at this exact moment, still going on to this moment, to have a regime change right here, a George Soros regime change, questioning the outcome of elections, you see. But now we're going to go into that in a minute, the way that Trump has turned those tables and done exactly what he predict, we predicted he would do, and he's just so brilliant. But what's going to happen? All, it's, all of this is going to go forward when Rat Rodenstein, again, today, I'm sure, he went to Matt uh, Whitaker and resigned again. That would be the sixth time he's resigned because he doesn't want to be questioned under oath while he still has that position because it'll send him to jail. So what's going to happen? Matt's going to call up Mueller and say, wrap it up, dude. And here's what's funny. Mueller's going to say, oh, no, I have to have Trump answer the questions. Trump's already got the questions answered. He's going to send them to you. And you're so stupid, Mr. Mueller. And you've been all along, by the way. Uh, and by the way, you are a murderer because of 911 and the uh, your complicit uh, association with the criminals of 911. But what you don't know is as soon as Trump answers those questions and sends them over to you in writing, <laughs> uh, you're such a fool. Then he's going <laughs> to use executive privilege if he wants to. I wish I could turn that into like a little sound, but you're such a fool. That's and the report which will be made we'll to Matt Whitaker or someone else who might be the Attorney General by that time. Every time one of Hillary's friends gets exposed and they do something stupid, you're so joking. The report will then go to the President 
and the president then deems whether or not it will be made suitable for the public or not. And because of executive privilege, if he answers any of your questions, he, ha he can claim executive privilege. He should claim executive privilege. He will simply get the last laugh because he will make your stupid report completely private after Matt Whitaker comes out and tells everybody that it was a complete sham, it was a complete witch hunt, it was a waste of time, and names the people and how much we paid them, senior executive service members, Robert Mueller and his gang of 17 angry Democrats, and maybe they can pay us back for all their wasted time. But anyway, great day in the neighborhood, Betsy. Well, that's a way to get started, and we haven't even gotten to the good stuff. Now let's, the, let's go for the first tweet. Um, it says, uh, presidential proclamation addressing mass migration through the southern border of the United States. Of course, that's to refer to the title of the link that's inside that tweet. And if you want to read these tweets along with us and see other really cool stuff I leave behind, make sure to go to the link in the description box under the YouTube. This is beautiful. Before Sessions lets the door hit him in the ass, Whitaker and the head of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen, they've already- Who Secret Service did not take Christopher Strunk's writ of mandamus seriously. They took it as a threat. So Ooh, that was an aside. When you serve someone I'm, in the United States government, it's a threat. Right, if, it's, mm. if, if the president writes an executive order and says, citizens, if you see any election rigging, let us know. Don't take it to the Department of Homeland Security because Kirsten Nielsen and her bullies will tell you that you're a threat to the country. And don't take it to the Supreme Court because your I's and your T's weren't properly, you know, and noted. So we're only left with Mike Pence and we're watching and waiting. Is Mike Pence one of us? Is he a patriot or not? Well, this base, base, beautiful, base. beautiful <laughs> thing that the president has written redefines what asylum means. Now, I want to put this in perspective. We now have a democratic house. It is out of the house that these immigration bills will have to be passed concerning DACA, concerning uh, what the definition of asylum is, concerning what the definition of a family is, whether or not you can break up families, whether you can catch and release, whether you can actually release someone into the interior of America while they wait for their trial, which there are 750,000 illegal aliens here right now, right now, at this moment, waiting for trial, 90-some percent of them wait, it's almost 100%, don't show up for their trial. So what he is telling us is all very true. So if you read this beautiful, beautiful statement, this executive order, what it does is it gives him the complete authority to change it all up, to take all of the exclusions, all of the orders not to enforce that Obama wrote as executive orders in relationship to immigration, to DACA, to uh, basically clearly defining anchor babies, uh, inviting anchor babies, Obama did, into this country, inviting unaccompanied children, which was nothing but human trafficking. So what is going on with this? Oh, this is so beautiful. It's a message to the people in the caravan that all of the criminals who are from ISIS, from Al-Qaeda, from Hezbollah, from MS-13, and dozens of other groups from Africa, from Somalia, from uh, Libya, from Syria, from Afghanistan. These are war fighters, okay? They're all going to be, in fact, locked up, folks. And they don't have any documentation with them. So they'll be locked up for a long, long time. Because when you come seeking asylum into a country, you better bring some ID and you better bring some proof that you are being terrorized and you fear for your life. 
Now, the Democrats tried to put a bill on the floor just some months ago, stating that the definition for asylum seekers in America is anyone who fears anything. Spiders? Yes. Arachophobia. Uh, you get in automatically. If you're afraid of rain, you get in. Any fear you have, doorways, you know, uh, being fat, being thin, whatever, it doesn't matter. All you had to show, do is show up and say, I fear. I am afraid. That's what that bill said. So what has Trump said? Oh, no, 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 no. Matter of fact, he's, he's, he didn't, I'm surprised because I've made a few mistakes lately. One was I was sure he would name uh, the countries that are sending these people here out of their prisons as uh, basically people that he's not going to let in. He's not going to do that. He was so crafty. He was so clever on this one. All he did was he built upon previous executive orders and the rule of law. And what he's done is he sent a message to the people in the caravan saying, if you did not file for asylum on the way here in the many uh, ports of call that uh, you can do that, in the, where you can file for asylum in this country, in Mexico or in your own country, you're not getting in. We're going to staff those asylum centers, but we have a new definition of asylum and basically everyone in that caravan uh, does not meet those well, because they're, they're... they walked by other ports of entry where they could have filed asylum and they refused to. So they're walking into their own prison. Correct. Now, how are we gonna notify the people of that? Are we gonna drop flyers in uh, many different languages? How's that communication gonna work? They, oh, well, don't send it by Facebook, okay? Correct, they should read Trump tweets because well, he's telling them very clearly what he's going to do. He's saying, sorry, we're going to break up your family. So what he's really saying is, no more Obama child trafficking. If you can get a child and you could get to the border of America, you got in. Period. You said because they couldn't break you up, and you had to have catch and release because they had no place to store. If a, if a MS-13 gang member has a little girl that he is human trafficking, which is exactly what they did in these cases, they only took the children across the border and then they sold them after, of course, they were human trafficked with all that that entails. And these are men with girl children that they stole in Mexico and used them to get across the border because Obama told them they could do this. He invited them to do this. This is a new definition of asylum, a new definition of what a family is. And you better bring your papers if that's your baby. If that's your baby, you want to stay with your baby, you better have your papers. Uh, none of them do, by the way. This sends a clear message to the warfighters that they're all going to jail. And he already stated that the 14th Amendment is very clear. He made this statement long before he was the president. He stated, there are no such things as anchor babies. Complete nonsense. Anchor babies gave Obama a reason to create DACA, which was a deferment on deporting people. Why? Because if you got someone and you defer them being deported and they have a baby, now they have an anchor baby, now you don't have to deport them, now they're DACA, but they got an anchor baby. We've said this all along. 2.5 million of them that we know of, that's the lowest numbers that we can come up with. So when they talk about 700,000 DACA, that's all wrong. So Trump is going to get rid of DACA. There is no provision for DACA. And he's anxious, anxious to have the courts contest this. He just put 29 federal uh, judges in place. And soon, 
the Supreme Court will be so conservative that anything that goes to the Supreme Court, they won't take it to the Supreme Court because they'll know that how it's going to pass. 22 million illegal aliens minimum. It's actually many more, but we told you that's what it was. The FBI has proven that. 2,000 people coming across our border every single day, illegal aliens, criminals, human traffickers, drug, uh, CIA, rogue CIA, pregnant Chinese women, you name it, 2,000 of them a day. I know you could go on and on about that, and it's very important, but these other tweets are also important because it is about election rigging. So the next one is uh, Brian Kemp, Georgia ran a But I just want to say, and I, <clears throat> they've gone into it before, that I think people are under the impression that this caravan is exclusively South Americans and that the majority of our immigration uh, hardship is because of South Americans. I didn't know that many women from China were coming. I had no idea. Maybe they have more info on this. Race in Georgia, he won. It's time to move on. And that's in reference to Stacy, who's uh, contesting the election. She thinks she won it. You see, but what Stacey that Abrams is, said yes, Stacey Abrams, of course. And what we see there is that even Obama and Oprah, the perfect ticket, got still the worst results I've seen in any election in modern history. And then they want to contest it. The only one reason they'd want to contest it, that's if they knew it was rigged to begin with. Why would they contest? The, she was a huge loser, the biggest loser. And you want to contest the biggest loser's results? Only one reason. Because Obama knew it was rigged and it wasn't supposed to go that way. Well, let me give you my guess. And this is speculation, but I, you know, we sent out a call to all the network engineers that knew how to uh, make sure that these uh, transfers that were going over to the European Union and Ireland and everything were protected. So we called out the, our network engineers and it looks like whoever uh, worked on the Georgia situation, you did a great job. So kudos to you. This was unexpected. So what do they do? They they were going to rig it. Stacey Abrams was going to win. They wake up, Kemp wins, and it's actually the real vote. <laughs> this is a real a red pill for them to swallow. So now when we look at Broward County, another county that was rigged, and so what do they have to do? They have Chad to ship country. in paper ballots because their rigging, their electronic rigging didn't work the way they had planned. And it's all exposed. And as we go through these uh, further Trump tweets, these tea drops, these T-anon, tea clearance, <laughs> incredible insight if people would read them. And if you can read in between the lines, then you get even more insight. And here's what's in between the lines in that one. Go ahead. We called out, along with others, the White Hats to help protect those little cells so the tallies were correct. And as you pointed out, the Abrams tallies were correct and that upset the Democratic machine so bad that they demand a recount. Well, what what is really happening in Florida? That is Hillary calling in Joe Sullivan and others like him in trust and other companies that have the crypto keys that our election votes have to go through them before they are actually go to the state. Now, stop right there because you and Michael McKibben just did an amazing audio describing who this Joe Sullivan is. And we need everybody to pay attention to Joe Sullivan. He is the guy that we need to get. And um, I'll put that link of that audio in the description box. And so they can call in their recount, but I'm sorry, the White Hats. He's the Grinch. Did that. 
can do it again. And this time in Florida, Don't maybe forget. the White Hats can get it together to freeze those tallies. But as we know, in Florida, there's, it's endless corruption in the voting. It always comes to Florida, and it's always corruption in Florida. But anyway, what will happen is Hillary will call in her company in trust and use the crypto keys to try to manipulate it. But now, remember, Trump is saying he's watching. Let's go on to the next, next tweet, and we'll get into what Trump told them, and they seem to have ignored it. Too bad they should read his tweets. Yes. You mean... They are just now finding votes in Florida and Georgia, but, but the election was held on Tuesday. Let's blame the Russians and demand an immediate <laughs> apology from President Putin. I hope they notice that's tongue in cheek, but I hope they notice that that is, mm, that is him coming out and drawing his sword. He's getting ready and he's coming after all y'all and he isn't doing it by himself. He's got Rubio, Do it. Uh, Senator in Florida, going after the corrupt election. He's got people going after George Soros. Remember, George Soros bought and paid for those elections in Florida and Georgia. He bought and paid for them, okay? Now, guess what? If they were rigged, George Soros, being part of the rigging, he can then have sanctions put on him. They're all and no one will even know it. George Soros' kingdom could be being drained as we speak. But now, he's the original Grinch, or she, or whoever, George Soros. And I tried to tell this guy the other day, how bad George Soros was, and he was just like, oh no, that's you, you Republicans, you just made it up. I'm like, dude, you can look this stuff up. You can look up anything. Like people, don't, oh, he's just a harmless old entrepreneur. I mean, really, I don't know what we can do to really e expose George Soros. That it should be on the to-do list, people, to expose who he really is and really show the American people in a transparent way so that they understand that he's using his money to insert his influence. We need to prove it. Really going on here? We need to see that the nonsense that they tried to perpetrate on Trump during the elections, that Putin was in bed with Trump and that's the meddling that was going on. No, this meddling is directly from Obama Hillary, the U.S. Digital Service, and everything we told you about. But now remember, which they seem to have forgotten, that in his executive order about meddling in the election, he said he would prosecute all of them happily. And he said in his recent presser that he, in two weeks, will be producing a report on the meddling in the election. Now, this is a man, a president, who just wrote an executive order saying he's going to lock them up everyone involved in meddling. And now he's calling it out tweet after tweet after tweet and we're seeing it blatantly. We told everyone that's what was going on. They said, why isn't he stopping? Uh, Lord uh, Nicholas Clegg coming over and basically one of the most powerful people in Britain taking over Facebook so that there is no more free speech. Why didn't he stop Google and their manipulation? Why didn't he stop all the conservatives being kicked off of Twitter. Why didn't he stop the hundreds of people who were kicked off of Facebook and Google who were conservatives? It's all part of the antitrust it's, RICO monopoly case, folks. It's a sting. It's a sting. And you, and you have to commit the crime in order to be charged with a crime. So he just left them enough news, I mean, oops, rope to hang, oh, hang themselves. Isn't that interesting? Now, the next one is also an interesting tweet because those of you who follow us will know who Mark Elias is and you will know what Perkins Coie is. Let's read the tweet. 
As soon as Democrats sent their best election-stealing lawyer, Mark Elias, to Broward County, they miraculously started finding Democrat votes. Don't worry, Florida. I'm sending much better lawyers to expose the fraud. And that fraud is in capital letters, Thomas. That is one of the most explosive things I've ever seen him uh, say or do or write. He just called election fraud in Florida. He just called Mark Elias a person and the county that it's being done in. Hello? Now, Matt Whitaker now can take that as a direct order because anything the president says in public can be taken as an order to his subordinates in the DOJ and the FBI and the CIA. And so that is a direct order. You know how many of those he gave to Sessions? So many that we were tired of counting them. Now, we're gonna see what's happening. What did he just say? Oh, obviously he's already talked to Matt. He's sending lawyers. Now, question. There's only a few good things that a lawyer um, can be used for, and none of them are good, matter of fact. Uh, but they make, you know, like, um, well, I won't get into the negative jokes, but let's just say no lawyer should be involved in an election ever. Why? Why did an election go to the Supreme Court? Why? Well, because, because that's where they can control things. And no one's worse than Mark Elias, $12 million, paid by Fusion GPS, created the Russian dossier, and he's not in jail yet? Well, well and explain this relationship to Perkins Coie. Well, he, he's the person who... Perkins Coie represents um, the Democrats, particularly, but also Republicans. But anytime there's any crooked anything going on, and there's big money, it is Perkins Coie. And Perkins Coie fights everything all over the place. They're a huge law firm. They should be closed down. They are enemies of the state. Now, if we look at what is being said here, Browder County, I like to call that the home of the FBI counterintelligence false flags. We got Debbie Wasserman Schultz. We've got the Parkland shootings. Just recently we had some- The MAGA bombers. Oh, yeah, duh. I mean, it's just so much corruption down there, one after the other, and they only have limited players on their team. So they have to keep reusing the Mark Eliases and the Debbie Wasserman Schultzes. Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the last count I saw, had won by 98,000 votes. They've got to keep her there in her position because she holds back the whole Imran Awan scandal. I can't believe she got over. If, if, you, if we had beat her, Oh my goodness, she would have been open. But maybe maybe she's, it's better that she's in office, actually. Maybe it's better. Puts the entire Congress under scrutiny. Oh yes, and also the Department of Justice, who did not conduct a fair trial of the largest espionage case in American history. Um, of course, not counting Hillary Clinton. But it was part of Hillary Clinton, so I always have to be, you know, put in a little segue there. Now, Debbie Wasserman Schultz is under indictment uh, from the Federal Election Commission for her uh, handling of the $84 million from Maine that somehow slipped into Hillary's victory fund. Uh, she's under indictment um, for the election fraud coming from all the other states that uh, they sent. They'd send in one check. She would then parcel it out to all the states and then turn around and have those states donated to Hillary. She stole money from Bernie's uh, election. and. Let's remember, 17 states were found to have absolute 100% corruption between in the primaries between Hillary and Bernie, and nothing happened. That's Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I guess she can do whatever she wants. 
not. because uh, she's such a good friend of Hillary's, I, I assume. So you, you nailed it. You nailed the other things I was going to say about that. And whenever you say Perkins Cooey, spit on the ground because they are disgusting. <laughs> Perkins Cooey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we've got Jeff Flakey doesn't want to protect the non-Senate confirmed special counsel. He wants to protect his future after being unelectable in Arizona for the crime of doing a terrible job. A weak and ineffective guy. You see, these are the ones that he pointed out, Trump pointed out, and we pointed out, there was a historic amount of people getting out, you see. Why? Because they're corrupt. So when they're running right now and on the way out, they're making nasty remarks. That's how corrupt they are. They're just telling you who they are and what they're about. What he's really insinuating here is he's basically saying, I know what you're coming up with, you rhinos and you dims. You're going to tell us that Mark Whitaker can't have that position because he wasn't confirmed for it. You're incorrect. This is an emergency situation because I have, President Trump can say this, three executive orders that say we are in the state the of power. national emergency. And the reason we are is because our southern border is being attacked and Jeff Sessions did nothing about it. Let's not forget that those imbeciles who say that Jeff Sessions was the strong arm of immigration in the White House. No, he wasn't. What did he do to the last caravan? Nothing. They climbed over the wall. They came over. They probably raped and killed. And what did Sessions do? Nothing. What was he doing about this caravan? Nothing. All he wanted to do was criminalize marijuana, seize your assets before you're even charged with a crime, continue the U.S. Patriot Act, which turned into the U.S. Freedom Act, which is 100% illegal against the U.S. Constitution. He is so bad Ugh. that I don't even have in my mind a worthy thing for him to go and be subjected to right now. I can't think of anything Okay, bad well, enough. let's get on because, Sorry. you know, we got to focus on the future and all the amazing things so that can happen now. Um, for Here's another tweet. Rick Scott was up uh, 50,000 votes on election day. And then they found many votes, and he's only up 15,000 votes. Up oh, the Broward effect. How come they never find Republican votes? And, of course, <laughs> they don't find Republican votes because, you see, George Soros has got to be pretty upset. He spent so much money on the Florida election, and their, uh, the rigging didn't work. You have to imagine that in cyber warfare, our battles are being fought in a place that you can't see. The paper ballots are transferred into digits, and then there's an attack on those digits to claiming who's got what. And so that was taking place, as we've reported before. These folks found their way over to foreign actors who could have manipulated them, and most certainly that's why they move them over to foreign countries and actors, bring them back, and then, voila, you already have ISIS management that's preconditioned you from the television that you know, the votes are very close, or the person you think is gonna win. Remember that Gillum and DeSantis governor uh, blurb that came up early on where DeSantis was leaving, uh, that Gillum was leading DeSantis? That was before the election was even over yeah. that day. So what they do is they precondition you, and then of course, even before that, they're giving you fake polls. So then when election day comes, and all of this is unraveling, <coughs> the opponent says, okay, I'll concede. And what we said is, don't concede. None of you should be conceding. The other thing is, as you look at the, in the house of all the winning candidates, look how many of them are former CIA, FBI people. It's alarming. Our friends over at State of the Nation have pointed this out because they have to put their own people in place now to protect themselves from the many crimes they've 
committed. Sorry. I, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, good. The exact same words, except I was going to say rigged, rigged, rigged. Or yeah. rigged to the hundredth power. But this is good because... We don't need everybody to understand who Bob Sullivan is and how this uh, certification process works and all the details. The important thing is if our cyber patriot warriors that work with the president directly, or even if you're working independently, legally, it's important that you know those details. As far as the president and the tweets that he sends out, if he just tells the average person, hey, Scott was up 50,000 and now, He's only up 15,000 and hey, where are the Republican votes? They see that as, hey, that's unfair. This is rigged. That's all we need them to see. And what you said was so interesting. The initial uh, statements that came out, even before the election started that day, I bet if we look at that, that Gillum wins, and we look down at the bottom and we see the numbers, oh, no. it's gonna be these numbers. It's gonna be the fake numbers, which means that before the election started, they already decided what the vote count was going to be. And that's what they're going to now make it match up because they know that that will be believable, you see. So they have to make it close. They have to make it so that people can believe that, oh my goodness, uh, we almost won. And it's always the Republicans, as he points out, that, you know, there's no Republican votes being found. And let's remember, George Soros poured more money into Secretary of State's and these low positions who count votes. So whoever the election commissioners or whoever the secretary of states are, whoever's responsible for votes, that's where George Soros poured in billions of dollars into this year's and last, uh, and in 2016, for those particular positions. Why? Because they're bought and paid for. He paid for these elections. And the one who's in Browder County has been doing this for years. Her name's what, Snipes, I believe it yeah. is. And she's been doing this for years. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it's going to be rigged, and nothing happens. Well, yes, but now they're not in control. We are, and we have a president who deeply cares about this country, and that's a big difference than having Clinton and Bush and all of them, Obama. Um, paper ballots. We need to go to paper ballots. I have no problem that they're counted digitally, but we need to preserve those paper ballots, and they need to be recounted in a bipartisan chain of custody way, in a public setting, so that everybody knows one legal voter equal one vote. And I'm afraid we're going to just have to go to that. You can't take a something that exists in the three-dimensional physical world, put it into digits, you don't see it, Anybody can change it. I mean, my goodness, how many bad actors do we have in this whole thing that we're describing? We just have to keep it on paper. Not everything is better when it's driven by technology. The next tweet reads, Mayor Gillum conceded on election day and now Broward County has put him back into play. Bill Nelson conceded election. Now he's back in play. This is an embarrassment to our country and to democracy. And to them, because they're going to look bad in orange, that's called meddling, folks. That's called election corruption. That's called felonies, each and every one of them. When you concede, you don't get to go back. Right there. For that reason alone, every single voter who had anything to do with those particular elections should say that this was fraud, exactly as Trump said. We need a new election. And we pointed out to all of the Republican MAGA and also Democrat MAGA, do not concede on that night because ISIS management 
controls AVID, which controls what they say on election night. It's called Leader Plus. They took that name from Leader Technologies. They think that's a joke. They stole that technology from Leader Technologies. It's called Leader Plus. And it tells you fake numbers all throughout the night to control the people going to the polls, telling them which direction it's going. There are no partial reportings. Uh, Think of that. I'm wow. just going to stop all of your brainwashing. All Don't show up. Programming. You're winning. There are no partial reportings. All day long they give you partial reportings. No such thing. All lies. And what do they do? They tell you who the winner is ahead of time, just like they did with Gillum. NBC does that. And then what do they do? MSN. They tell you when they make the mistake later that it wasn't a problem. But oh, they go to done. the blue cities, the sanctuary cities, sanctuary states, sanctuary cities. And what do they do? In the beginning, they take the Democrats and they give them huge amounts of numbers because they know they're going to get a bunch of uh, numbers from uh, particularly illegal aliens. And they know that that's where they're going to have their votes, right? That's where the big blue vote comes from, right? The numbers go up in the beginning, telling everybody, oh, Republicans don't even go vote. You're going to lose so bad. The blue wave is so gigantic. And then in the end, what comes? Then they don't give you, though they had all the early votes from those blue cities, but in the end, oh, they don't have the votes. They're still rolling in, just like the ones we're seeing in Florida. But if we had bipartisan chain of custody, you wouldn't have vans rolling in the middle of the night filled with ballots that have already been pre-marked. Absolutely, and it is an oxymoron to concede and then not to concede. Can't do it, folks. Can't do it. The election is over. That used to be the game, Leader Plus, it was called something else before that. It was called uh, uh, How to Take Away the uh, Election Night Headache, I believe, is what literally was its name. Uh, but what it is, is it's telling you who wins ahead of time. And oh. then when they call it, then notice all the other ones call it almost the same time because they're all reading the same exact script. But look, people aren't going to do that. We saw the crowds that were drawn to Trump rallies. They were just huge. And then we saw Obama and Oprah and some of these lame second-tier, third-tier Democrats try to pull people together, and they couldn't even get a high school gym <coughs> half-filled. Filled. It's just too obvious now. I got a solution. Don't count Florida. Well, <laughs> they don't count. No. I, Not anymore. No, no. They've been we've cheating got, too long. No, we've got great people in Florida. Well, so. yeah, but if they're just going to cheat and they can't on. provide... <laughs> paper ballots, and if they are obviously cheating in front of the whole world that the president has to say this is an embarrassment to our country and to democracy, and it doesn't stop, why doesn't it stop right there? Because lawyers are involved. Because we know who runs Broward County, and exactly. that's why it doesn't stop right there. In the 2016 election, I was winning by so much in Florida that Broward County, which was very late with vote tabulation and probably getting ready to do a number couldn't do it because not enough people live in Broward for them to falsify a victory. I hope you understand what he's saying there. They wait exactly as I just said until the end when they know how many votes they need. The votes rush in. Those are all fake votes. This happens all over America, especially where the blue is in charge. Now, well, we let me give you examples. Pres uh, Vice President Pence was put in charge of an elections ethics committee. They got they ask all the states, send in all your information. 17 states complied and voluntarily sent in their information. From that, they found from 17 states. And by the way, it ended immediately after that because the rest of the states, particularly blue states, 
said, no, we're not going to comply. We're not going to give you our votes. We're not going to let the vice president of America see whether there was election rigging. Well, what did they find out? 17 states reporting 3.5 to 5 million illegal aliens voted in the 2016 election. That's where Hillary Clinton got the popular vote. Those were all illegal votes. Now, let me just go back. Then after that, okay, I want to call them names, but I'm not going to. Hillary and Jill Stein said they wanted a recount. So two states started the recount. When the third state got in, they went to a certain city, and the city I know very, very well. And they started, that city is so noted for uh, voting corruption, it's disgusting. They started counting, and what they found was the first city they looked into in that state, 60,000 people more than the entire population of the city, including men, women, and children, voted for Hillary. <laughs> 60,000 people more than the entire population voted for Hillary. That's not and guess impossible. what happened? The recount in stopped in immediately. Immediately. Okay. Why didn't that get acted upon? Why aren't the why aren't the Federal Election Commission charges against the Democratic National Committee being looked into? Why isn't why isn't anybody the illegal money it? from Oleg Deripaska that was given to at to Fusion GPS to help the Democratic National Committee create with Russian and foreign British help and all kinds of other help work against Trump? Okay, Oleg Deripaska is a Russian, folks. Oh, well, let's not go down that path. But the reason that they do is because you've got senior executive service lodged in our government that's keeping anything from happening. The next tweet reads, Thank you, Marco Rubio, for helping to expose the potential corruption going on with respect to election theft in Broward and Palm Beach counties. The world is now watching closely. I was going to point out, they don't mention Palm Beach County. That's just as corrupt as, as, as Browder. Well, even Broward. Pinellas County. If you looked at Florida that night, you saw all of the red areas pretty much given their vote and they were tallied. But then all along the fringes and in the uh, larger cities, <coughs> no votes had been finalized yet. Well, the reason is, duh, they were holding back to see how many votes they needed to shore it up. Yep. And when he says the world, all in caps, is now watching closely... That's Putin, who they blame for meddling. That would be Soros, who is meddling. That would be the Brits, who didn't get to meddle as much this time as they usually are used to. Therefore, they're really upset they didn't get there. But the best of all, the best of all, is that all 17 U.S. intelligence agencies are all watching closely, folks. And that is the last laugh. That is so funny. Because how many times did we hear Hillary Clinton say 17, all 17 of the intelligence agencies of our intelligence community all agreed that Putin personally was after her and working for Trump and was paying Trump and blah, 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 blah. Well, now the world is watching, Hillary, and it's not going to be what you said. And the fact of the matter is that your election rigging machine, it's an institution, folks. It starts with election campaign financing fraud so bad we've gone into it before anyone who Stay. takes a dollar from the u.s chamber of commerce is corrupt and that is everyone who votes with the party line okay so what are we working with here trump allowed this to happen he allowed it to happen Blame it on he's Russia. threatened monopoly antitrust Blame it on rico 
But he did not stop Facebook. He did not stop Twitter, Google, all of them. He didn't stop them. Why not? He let them commit their crimes exactly as Betsy said so that they all could go to jail. And now the big fat tweet to wrap it all up. You ready? I hope so. Just out in Arizona, and this is in all caps, signatures don't match. Electoral corruption, call for a new election? We must protect our democracy. Well, Betsy, you got me in that one. I don't know whose the signatures are, but if signatures don't match, hello? Oh, here's what happens. In sanctuary states like California, anyone, anyone, anyone can walk in to the DMV, uh, the Department of Motor Vehicles, and say, I want a license. You take the test, you get one. That gives you the right to vote. Okay? And then your signature on that is the only signature you need to vote if you even are asked to give a signature. So perhaps he's talking about the fact that the signatures don't match in that way, but it could be others. When he says the electoral process could be people signing off of uh, verification, validation, could be that those signatures don't match. I don't know what that means, but if he said that, it's fraud. That means twice in the tweets we just went through, he said a crime was committed. That means that if Matt Whitaker is doing his job, he needed to uh, open an investigation right there, and he did because, oh, three. And the third one was he said that he's sending, Trump is sending bigger and better lawyers than Perkins Cooley yeah, and but, Mark Elias. But Trump is, is he saying, suggesting that we should have another election? Hey, I'm all for it because we showed you that the rigging is so massive that every election in this country is compromised. Maybe we need to have an election, a do-over, with paper ballots hello, and voter ID. No chads, though. Well, the Democrat, yes, you're correct, absolutely. Is that what he's calling for in this tweet? Well, what he's calling for is that between now and 2020, that some people get put in jail. Hello. It takes years to put people in jail for these things, usually. If Matt Whitaker wants to uh, force it, he can do it much quicker. But if we take a revote... Why do poor people go to jail fast and forever? Fast and furious poor people are put in jail. And these other people, it takes forever. And they're out, they're 100 years old by the time they get prosecuted. No, we have a red tsunami. And then we'll own the House and the Senate. And we can work a lot faster. That would be true. But people would say Trump was crazy. So what he's doing now is he's making all of them expose themselves because they thought that he was weak. They thought that he wasn't going to do what he's about to do. They didn't know Sessions was going to be fired before that presser. And when everyone was saying, who's going to leave in the cabinet? He's going, there's going to, people are going to come, people are going to go. People are going to come, people are going to go. Uh, yeah, bye-bye, Sessions. Bye-bye, Rat Rosenstein. Bye-bye, uh, Mueller. And by the way, give the money back, you SES pigs. You didn't do any work. It was all fake. And by the way, there was never a crime. So the entire thing was a waste of time, and you knew it as a lawyer. By that, simply because of your odious, illegal decisions all through it, we shouldn't pay you. We should demand any money that you and your group has ever been paid to give back. And we should give Paul Manafort his freedom back and, and Rick Gates. And sorry you had to go to jail, uh, George Papadopoulos, for a day. And uh, anyone else, uh, Flynn, if you actually get convicted, none of you should take any of those convictions. And all of your plea deals, reverse them now. Because it has been shown that Mueller's investigation is completely fallacious because of Concord catering has demonstrated that there is no crime. They are not investigating any crime. There is no crime. 
There is no such crime as collusion to conspire and such things as that. So what we're saying is the time has come when the new sheriff in town is really going to start to kick some rear. And Sessions going out the door was the best thing that could have happened. And whoever he puts in that job afterwards is going to sound the new tone of the next six years. Because if it's a mean enough attorney general, we're going to see Hillary Clinton locked up. And if Hillary Clinton gets locked up, the rest of her cabal could then go down. She's a robot. Does she eat? That's the question. Anyway... It's been grand spending this time with you and American Intelligence Media. We can do this. Somehow we got to get the truth out to people that don't know about George Soros, that don't know about the election keys, that don't know about all these people working behind the scenes to try to take away your right and your participation in this government. We got to wake it up. We got to stop them from blaming Russia because Russia's actually our ally. If you think about it, isn't it better for us to be friends with Russia than for us to, to have hostility against Russia? Like, is anybody trying to have war with Russia? Stop blaming on Russia. Stop blaming it on Russia. Stop blaming it on Russia. Oh, I got it in. Oh, my God. Got the Paris Radio. Oh, no. But when you make a comment, first of all, let me speak, please. First of all, when you make comments, I see everybody on television, all these lawyers, all these... Law enforcement people making comment after comment. They never ask to get recused. They make comment. Uh, the fact that you go on Fox or CNN or MSNBC or anybody, you make a comment, you'd have nobody left to choose. You would have absolutely nobody left. I see different people at different times going on shows. Am I supposed to say, oh, now he's never qualified to serve in government? So all the time I'm watching many different people go on many different shows, saying many different things. That doesn't mean they're unqualified. Now, in all fairness to Matt Whitaker, who again, I didn't know, okay? Other than through reputation, his reputation is excellent. But in all fairness to him, he did some shows, so did many of the people that you're talking about. So did everybody that you're talking about a permanent position. I think everybody looking at a permanent position in any department has done many shows. Does that mean we can't hire anybody? We have to hire somebody that's in a shell? I don't think so. By a comfortable margin, every couple of hours it goes down a little bit. And then you see the people, and they were involved with that fraud of the the fake dossier, the phony dossier. And I guess I hear they were somehow involved or worked with the GPS fusion people oh, no. who have committed. I mean, you look at what they've done. You look at the dishonesty. Look, look, there's bad things have gone on in Broward County, really bad things. She's been to court. She's had a lot of problems. She's lost. I say this, 
He easily won, but every hour it seems to be going down. I, he beat you bad, girl. He beat you bad. He beat your butt. I think that people have to look at it very, very cautiously. Don't look like What? I went to the right places, she went to the wrong places, because she didn't know what the hell she was doing. <laughs> I did a great job, I was a great candidate. She was a bad candidate. I went to Wisconsin, I went more to Michigan, I went to Pennsylvania. She didn't do a good job. This has nothing to do with Russians, it's a Russian hoax. Oh, Michelle Obama said that I haven't seen it. I guess she wrote a book. She got paid a lot of money to write a book. And they always insist that you come up with controversial. Well, I'll give you a little controversy back. I'll never forgive him for what he did to our United States military. By not funding it properly, it was depleted. Everything was old and tired. And I came in and I had to fix it. And I'm in the process of spending tremendous amounts of money. So I'll never forgive him for what he did to our military. I'll never forgive him for what he did in many other ways, which I'll- I, I like the way he's throwing his body into it. Like he's, he's in a fight. He's like, Mike Tyson, I'm gonna knock you out. I'm talking to you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. If you were in my face, son, I have to knock you, knock you out. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. in the future. But what he did to tell them all. about safety. What he did to our military, made this country very unsafe for you and you and, and you. And you and you and you. All Well, we're looking at other people. I did not see Chris Christie yesterday. I heard he was in the White House. He's a friend of mine. He's a good man. When he got out of the president. Did he bring the Krispy Kreme? No. Race, as you know, the next day, he supported me. He has good, he has good taste. So he proved one thing. He has good taste. But when he got out, he immediately supported me. I like Chris Christie, but I have not talked to him about it. He was in the White House yesterday. He was in the White House yesterday, but I have not. I did not. Later, later. I think Jim Ocasio is a very unprofessional man. I think he does this with everybody. He gets paid to do that. You know, he gets paid to burst in. He's a very unprofessional guy. Whether it was me or Ronald Reagan or anybody else, he would have done the same thing. Uh, I, look, I don't think he's a smart person, but he's got a loud voice. Oh, and yeah. Wait, wait, David, do you mind if I answer the question? That nice and as far as I'm concerned, I haven't made that decision, but it could be others also. When you're in the White House, this is a very sacred place to me. This is a very special place. You have to treat the White House with respect. You have to treat the presidency re with respect. If you've ever seen him dealing with Sarah Huckabee Sanders, it's a disgrace. And he does it for... And you know, none of these people that have stuff, you know, always fighting for women, nobody ever says anything about how these people treat us. Reason. The same thing with April Ryan. I watch her get up. I mean, you talk about somebody that's a loser. She oh, doesn't no. know what the hell she's doing. Oh, no. She gets publicity, and then she gets a pay raise, or she gets a contract with, I think, CNN. But she's very uh, nasty, and she shouldn't be. She shouldn't be. You've got to treat 
the White House and the office of the presidency. Don't treat it like an outhouse. With respect. I see her nodding very positively, so I'll ask her, you know. I can tell. I, you have to speak up, though. You have a helicopter raging back. For all the people that don't know why, my hearing is great, but you have a, a helicopter that's raging back there. Back I gotta go. Get out of my face. <laughs> I love Trump. Like, you gotta read, you gotta listen to what he's saying and read in between the lines. Because that's where the disses are. It's what he doesn't say. That's what's, what's that's the, uh, that's the punchline right there. Anyway, I thought y'all enjoy that. <laughs> I did. Call the pause for you. Oh, no. Oh, no.